0: Welcome to the Faith-Led Business Podcast, a place where God and business come together so that you can answer your God-given calling through your unique gifts. My name is Monica Perez Burnett. I am your host for today, mom of eight with two sets of twins, visibility coach, tech and app junkie, and my goal is to aim a life full of faith over fear. Today is an awesome day. We are going to be talking about the Forgotten Helper. The helper that we all wish we had in business and basically has been there all along. Today we are talking about Holy Spirit and his role not only in our lives but in our business as well. I hope that this message will truly empower you to seek Him out, to seek out a deeper relationship with Him so that you can truly live an empowered life as you work your business through His discernment and through the passion that He is ready to give you every single day. So let's get right into it. Today we are going to be talking about Galatians 2 20 and it says, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. We each have our own gifts, our own desires, our own passions in life. Who would say that they have desires, they have passions, you are just full of ideas. When we discover and begin to outwork our passion, we begin to see God miraculously work through us and in the world around us. We are committed to that thing that we are called to do. Our passion is our enthusiasm because of Christ living in us. Our passion is our enthusiasm because Christ lives in us. Do you see that it doesn't say our passion is the enthusiasm because I love the idea of helping people in this specific way. It doesn't say that our passion is our enthusiasm because I know that I have a product that's going to sell and make me rich. It doesn't say I have a passion that is the enthusiasm that I have because of anything, but the fact that Christ lives in me. That is what injects us with the enthusiasm that we need in order to make that passion work in the world. See, I see lots and lots of entrepreneurs who talk about being unmotivated. They talk about being unmotivated in their businesses. They have seen so much They have dealt with so many and they're like, if one more person comes and complains about this, or if I have to do this one more time, I'm done. Instead of passion, it turns into burnout. How many of you know people like that? There definitely are. And so what he's calling us to understand is that the passion that we have is our enthusiasm, not because of any other reason than the fact that Christ lives in you. No other reason. It has nothing to do with your business. It has nothing to do with the people that you're going to touch in your business. It has nothing to do with the systems and the day-to-day around your business. Everything comes around the idea of Christ being in you. And that's why today we are going to talk about the forgotten helper, the ignored helper. Because when we do not recognize the ignored helper, guess what? Our passion dwindles very quickly. It says, the Gospels have some amazing descriptions of God being in us. It's like being clothed with the power from on high, like being baptized, like water being poured on dry and thirsty ground. The spirit, besides doing other things, comforts us, teaches us, empowers us, counsels us, leads us, and intercedes for us. As the spirit of Christ dwells within you and does these things, you will find yourself passionate about the very things Jesus himself is passionate about. So invite the spirit in. Your ongoing openness to God's spirit will mean a life of unstoppable passion fueled by God himself. So, Do we have it clear? Is it clear to us that our passion does not come from the external, from the how to's, from the who we are serving, from the even from my big why? Which is usually most, especially women entrepreneurs, will talk about their big why being their family which is why they're working their business. But that is not even a good enough reason to motivate you to go and do the things that you are uncomfortable doing, to go and do the scary things, to actually be the CEO of your business. That is not good enough. Why do we know this? Because I know so many More than capable entrepreneurs who are living lives of burnout, who are living lives of frustration, of overwhelm, of stress. And they are not doing in the world the things that they've been called to do. Because the why doesn't give them the energy and focus and clarity that they need to do what God has called them to do there is a misalignment. And so no wonder we're exhausted, no wonder we're unclear, no wonder we're frustrated. If our enthusiasm, which I might say, the best business owners are enthusiastic about what they do, not scared about what they do, enthusiastic because enthusiasm, guess what, draws people in. It is like you are honey and all the bees are coming to you. Enthusiasm and passion sells more than your amazing descriptions of your product. Your excitement is contagious. How many times have you gone and watched somebody on YouTube or in person or on a live and said, the only reason why I show up and watch this person is because I can tell that they have a passion for what they're doing. I wanna have that same passion in my life. I wanna have that enthusiasm in my life. And let me tell you right now that if you do not experience that, We're going to fix that today. Because, as we have said from day one, if all you get is understanding, you are in good shape. If all you get is understanding, you are in good shape. And so, today we are going to understand a little bit more about our forgotten partner, the one who actually gives us the motivation, the one who actually gives us the clarity, the one who gives us the enthusiasm to wake up yet another day to work our business, to wake up yet another day to be the godly spouse that we are called to be, to wake up yet another day to be the godly mother or father that we are called to be. And so that person that we are going to explore today is the Holy Spirit. Is the Holy Spirit. Now, Paul, at the end of his letter to the Corinthians, he was telling them, I want you guys to be filled with the love of the Father and with the same commitment that Jesus had while he was here. And what I pray for you is the communion of the Holy Spirit. He outlined the three persons in one. And he made special emphasis in the end with the word communion of the Holy Spirit. And so let's look into that because this is the missing link. You say you don't have support in your business? The only reason you say you don't have support in your business is because you don't know this partner that is waiting to help you in your business, okay? Communion in Greek means koinonia. And that word means three different things. And so we're gonna explore really quickly those three things. Because those three things, if you are aware that they exist in the person of the Holy Spirit, who Jesus is saying right here, I no longer live, but Christ lives in me, meaning the Holy Spirit, guess what? You are going to be in good shape. You are going to feel the purpose and fulfillment that you have maybe been longing for your whole life. You will figure things out. You will have peace. You will have joy. You will have the strength to endure the difficult. But in order to do that, we need to know who this person is and why they are, why he is the missing link. In our business and in our lives so the first the first word that comes out of the meaning of koinonia is fellowship what does fellowship mean it's sharing together it's companionship it is having conversations when you say oh i have a companion let's say you're talking about going on a road trip oh are you going alone no i'm going with my companion and what's the first thing that someone will say oh you're gonna have so much fun why because they're thinking you in that companionship on that road trip You're going to be talking about things. You're going to be having fun. You're going to be maybe even talking about more serious things, happy things, sad things, glad things, whatever it is, but you're going to be conversing with each other. Well, let me tell you one thing. In this day and age, the Holy Spirit is the most ignored companion in the church. And outside of the church. He is the most ignored companion. When was the last time that we went and said, Holy Spirit, I need you? See, Jesus came and he told his disciples before his death and resurrection, hey guys, I know we've been hanging out here for a while. You've seen the miracles. You've seen what there is for you, what's waiting for you. But guess what? You are not going to believe this. Trust me right now. You don't get it. You don't get it. But it's better that I leave you because what is coming is like a thousand times better than me being here. Why? Why is that? Because if we wanted to get to go and get advice from Jesus himself. During those times, we would have to get on a plane and go and find Jesus and wait in a line because there were like 30,000 people there waiting to have a word with him. And it would probably take us a few years to wait in line and pick your number and have a conversation. Yet the Holy Spirit, guess what? Holy Spirit being in each and every one of us, we have access to 24 seven. He wants to have fellowship with you. He wants to have companionship with you. Why? Why is that so important to have those conversations? Because when you do, you are able to very easily hear his voice. How many of you have been in the store and your kids are walking down in different aisles and you hear you hear a voice in the distance? Immediately, you're like, That's my child right there. I know that's my child. Or your spouse is looking around for you. You know, you know by their voice who they are. If you call a certain place and there are a lot of people there, but your spouse or your child picks up your best friend, you know their voice. That is what having conversations with the Holy Spirit gives you. It gives you the ability to hear. To hear who is really speaking because a lot of times, who speaks louder in our heads? Who has our ear the most? Well, if you are living in a place of fear, in a place of restraint, in a place that's holding you back, Trust me, it's not the voice of Holy Spirit. It's another voice that's speaking louder in our heads. And so the word is saying, will you let my voice speak louder in your life? But the only way that that's gonna happen is if we have that fellowship, we have that companionship. So that's the first part. Of Koinonia. Let's do a quick self-check. When was the last time we went and said, Holy Spirit, I need you. I need your clarity. I need your comfort. I just want to get to know you better. When was the last time you, you maybe didn't want to bother your spouse because it was late at night, but you had to get something off your chest. You had to talk something out and there was nobody there. When was the last time you said, oh, I actually do have someone who will listen to me. Let me go over here into another room or into the bathroom or wherever I need to be and have a conversation with the one who wants to listen, who is yearning to listen to you. These are the types of intimate conversations that many times we fail to have. Our prayers are surface level. Our prayers are kind of just needy. They aren't conversations, it's all about like what I need in the moment. But when was the last time you had a conversation with Holy Spirit and said, you know what? I had a great walk outside today. It was just really beautiful. Our God made just the most amazing world for me to see with my eyes. And by the way, since I can see, that's such a huge blessing. I just wanna be thankful for that as well. See, we don't have those types of conversations. At least not many people do. Yet that is the first aspect of having communion, koinonia, with Holy Spirit. The second one, the first one is fellowship. The second one is partnership, partners. When you have a partner, you develop a specific kind of flow with them. You know each other so well that you can almost read their mind. You know each other so well that you can finish each other's sentences. The other day when I wasn't feeling well, Jared comes and taps me in the shoulder and he said, how are you doing? and i turn around and i smile and i'm like i'm doing good (laughs) monica's classic smile and he's like who are you kidding he's like i know you like the palm of my hand i know you're lying right now i can see it in your face (laughs) he knows me so well so well and let's take it to a different example My daughter, my older daughter, who is a police officer now, but when she was uh, in college, she was on the varsity rowing team. And when you start off just learning the basics about rowing, and let's say you get into a boat with some experienced rowers, You're like, they're going and they're all going at the same speed, the same movements, the same everything. And you're kind of just like fumbling, right? You're figuring it out. But give it a little practice. Give it a little time. Give it a little understanding. Give it being in the environment more and more. Guess what? All of a sudden, you're rowing in flow with the rest of them. You are in flow. As a partner, the Holy Spirit is wanting to be in flow with you, in flow with your plans, in flow with your emotions, in flow with the ideas that you have. He's wanting to for it to be a give and take. There's this, oh, I know. I know what you're really thinking. I get it, I get you, I understand you. There is a back and forth. You are so closely associated that you get each other. How many of you have ever like gone out of state or been somewhere and on your phone you have a picture of your family? And whenever you go, because because I have a lot of kids, people will always ask me when I go around and I say I have eight kids, they'll ask me, oh, do you have a picture of them? So what's the first picture I have on, my, on, my, on the screen, on the home screen on my phone is my kids because I get asked that so much. They know that if they were to see one of them they are closely associated to me. There is a bond. I recognize one because of the other. Oh, isn't that Monica's daughter? Oh, isn't that Monica's son? Isn't, Aren't they Monica's twins? They know them because they are associated with me. Right? That is how the Holy Spirit wants to be associated with you as well. They know the Holy, they know Holy Spirit because you are associated with Holy Spirit and vice versa. There is a flow and a partnership. Why do you think God calls us co-creators here in the world. Why do you think God went and spoke with Abraham and Moses about the people and they had conversations with him and they're like, no, spare the people. And God changed his mind. It's because we are co-creators with him. But that only happens when we have the ability to be in flow with him. And the last part of koinonia is intimacy. Intimacy. Which means the thoughts, the secrets, the desires of our hearts. The friendship. The Holy Spirit is yearning to be your friend, which means an intense longing, a consistent, intense longing to have intimacy with you. It says in the word that he jealously longs for you. Jealously. But here's the thing. How can Holy Spirit come to us and share with us intimate things if we are spending more time sharing intimate things with the world? There is no way that he can penetrate when we are distracted. There is no way that he can address our desires and our longing and our vision for the future and our excitement or our sadness, whatever it may be, if we take that to someone else. As business owners, I have done this so many times where I'm like, what is my next step in business? I need to go and find some people that will tell me what's what should be my next step because they know more than I do. Where are they? I need direction. I need clarity. And often I would completely miss, I would completely overstep the first step, which should be consulting Holy Spirit. Because he has your best interest at heart. He is the one who desires the most intimate relationship with you. He is the one who wants to be the co-creator with you. He is the one who can create the magic in the in your business that you are wanting to have. And because we tend to fill ourselves with the knowledge of others, but not the wisdom of Holy Spirit, the results we want never seem to match up with our reality. And so today he's saying, Jesus himself said, it's better for you. It's better for you that I leave because now you have someone who will never leave you. Someone that you can access, someone that will give you that next step, that clarity. But today he's giving us a call to not see him as a dove, to not see him as many people get scared of others like speaking in tongues and doing all of these things because people don't understand that maybe, or they haven't read through the Bible what all of that means. And so the Holy Spirit is not someone that they even consider that they need to make a priority. And, he, and Jesus himself is giving us the direction. Oh, no, 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 no. I'll come back for you. Don't worry. I'm coming back. But in the meantime, you have something better. You have someone better. And today, my call out to you is to reach out to the one who really cares, to reach out to the one who will truly guide you, to reach out to the one who will give you that little nudge saying, I know you have a gift in this area, but I really think that you should work in this area. This is where not only you will shine, but I will shine. And so it says, again, in Galatians 3 20, 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. We are not of the world, we are in the world. But to navigate in the world, Holy Spirit needs to be our number one, needs to be our go-to. Over our spouse, over our kids, over the smartest person you know, over the holiest person you know. He desires to know you intimately. Holy Spirit has a soft spot. Holy Spirit understands emotions. Holy Spirit cries when you cry. Holy Spirit rejoices when you walk with him. We were made in the image of Holy Spirit. And so let's ask him today to be our partner, to be in fellowship with him. To be in intimacy with him. So that we can truly know what it feels like to be heard, to be loved, to be encouraged. And to have all of those things that we yearn to find in a specific person here on this world. And somehow we can never seem to find. It's because you won't. It's all in him. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the gift of your Holy Spirit. Thank you for helping me to stay passionate. Let's pray. Father, you have given us the biggest gift. You have given us Holy Spirit, who is part of you, and who is saying It's time for me not to be forgotten. It's time for me not to be ignored. It's time for me not to be put on the back burner of your life. Because if you were to just tap into me and what I have for you and the power that you can experience through me in you, the confidence and the guidance and the love and the compassion and the enthusiasm, and as the reading we're talking about today says, the passion that we need to complete our earthly mission and why we have these gifts in the first place, you can find all that in me. How would you like to wake up every single day excited about what's next, excited about what you're about to do, excited about your business? excited about what's to come. That can happen. That is available to you when you come to me, says Holy Spirit. And so today we are asking you, Father, that you open our eyes to our forgotten friend that you give us that same yearning that he has to be in an intimate relationship with us, that you give us that same consistent desire for him so that we can get to know his voice so that there is no misunderstanding of who is speaking so that we know exactly where he is calling us to. We thank you for this gift. You could have just left and said, see ya. I'll see you next time I come back. But you love us so much that you left us the greatest gift. And Holy Spirit can move mountains. Holy Spirit can raise people from the dead. If you are in a place that you feel, feels like death, he can get you out of there. He can move you out of places of darkness and into the light. And he is calling you right now to know him. He is calling you right now, the next time you get in your car for a long drive, to sit there and have the best conversation ever and feel like you were never alone while you were driving. He is looking for you, he is longing for you. He is desiring you. He wants it all. But we can't do that if we are giving it all to the world. And so today is the day to turn our heads.